Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Becoming an Elite Advisor podcast. I'm Stead Morgan. Uh, thankful you're listening. I'm here with Andy Traub. And today we're going to talk about how you, the advisor, are truly the product. And that is a strange phrase that when you speak in front of groups, I've seen it. People go, if you've seen this on YouTube, I'm nodding my head. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the product. <laughs> and inside they're going, what is he talking about? Yeah, what does that like, actually mean? Because you still sell products and, 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 and as part of EAN, we tell you, yeah, sell those products. You yeah. Know, Get that AUM, but there's a there's a real flip that happens mm-hmm. when you say, "Hold on, this is about you being the product first. Yep. So, what does that mean? It's it's a powerful phrase for me because my beginnings in the career insurance broker dealer in my twenties, it was, "Hey, come in here. We're going to teach you sales skills, and here's the shelf of things you have available to you. Good luck." Whether they their intention was to say, "Hey, we're trying to develop salespeople or not." That's how it impacted me. And so I was trying to get better at getting in front of people, how to position the product better. It, it, it confined me to a box of, here's my stuff. I just have to be, get creative within this box to try to sell this stuff more frequently so right. I can hit my goals. And doing that for a few years and realizing I was competing against senior advisors that had relationships. That, that did not seem like that was going to be a great path. <coughs> That felt like a long average road, and I wanted the elite path. I wanted to do it faster. Well, and also a, a road that you're probably not going to win at. I mean, it's like you're just not. It's, it's you very, might eventually, yeah, slowly. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying like if you're 22 and you have, and you're like, did you, you know, did, do you have to shave yet? You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. or just you don't have, you haven't seen enough life or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you don't probably really view yourself as a business owner, so business owners aren't seeing yourself, seeing you as a business owner. You're talk. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, it, it's. Yeah, my hope at that point was I was going to run into somebody yeah. that knew nobody else, that knew they needed to do something, and trusted me enough to buy something. Sure, no problem. And that's not necessarily what I aspired to in my life. Yeah. And so in my 20s, as I recognized, then maybe there's a better way. Maybe you could close more complicated clients. Maybe you can hit your income goals for your family faster than what the industry is telling you, you know, 10 plus years. But you have to do something different. But you have to do something different. And so at 24, I looked and I said, I bet if I get in front of some of these clients and I'm, I just have that many good ideas. Like if I'm just really good at my job as an advisor, not a salesman, but an advisor, I believe that somebody will leave their current advisor if I could give them a compelling reason to do so, because I can add that much value. So I was like, I want to lead with ideas and value. 
in order to build rapport, in order to then use my tools, which are products, in order to get paid. This is pre-me charging for advice. This is, I, I still can't get paid for my time and ideas, but I'm going to be generous with them in order to build rapport for you to move your AUM or right. buy an insurance policy with me. So in the framework of that, I then had to say, okay, what does it look like for me to be a product? And if I ranked myself as a product, I wasn't a very good product. I was a bad term policy with an increasing premium that had no conversion feature uh, and the insurance company didn't really even exist. And underwriting that. And, <laughs> and, the under, and they're underwriting. Yeah. It took you two years to get approved <laughs> because I just didn't know anything yet. Yeah. And so the CFP, studying different kind of online courses, jumping onto webinars with CPA firms. Like I just started becoming a student of the game. Right. For me, I had to be honest and say, that's the advisor I would want to hire someday. Not the advisor that just spent 10 years learning how to sell a widget better. It's funny too, is you just said that's the advisor I'd want to hire. I was just thinking like as a seasoned advisor, that's an advisor you'd want to hire to be on your team. Yeah. But also, I was thinking of you as a business owner. But yes. Yeah, as even a, as a business owner. As yeah. a consumer, yes, that's the kind of what you want to hire. But also, just like those who are listening who are new to the business, like mm -hmm. you want to end up working with someone awesome, be awesome. That's right. You know what I mean? And so if anyway. you put yourself in the, the, the shoes of you're hiring a physician to do a life-saving surgery, yeah. how seriously do you want them to take their job? I, I want them to be amazing. You, you want them to study new skills. You want them to set time aside to get better at their job. You don't want them focusing on how to get just bigger medical reimbursement payments. If you're hiring an attorney to defend you in something, you're, you're innocent, but there's evidence against you. You need somebody that's like, I've been there. I've done that. Uh, I've watched other people. I've paid a lot for trainings to be really good at my job. Like, And that's the category as advisors we want to be in. What I didn't want was to be lumped into sales organizations to where it was like, man, those the, Sten's just great at selling stuff. It's not very good stuff, but man, he learned how to sell it. Yeah. That's not who I wanted to be. I think one of the problems with what we're talking about is being just product oriented can work. And I mean, you could still solve problems and help people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't yeah, I think that some people like hear us I hope you don't hear us saying the products aren't important. Like mm -hmm. they're really important. Like having the right insurance in place for someone, it, it's generationally changing for mm -hmm. them. I mean, it's a peace of mind. It's it's incredibly important right mm -hmm. it's, we're not diminishing the product as in don't we're not wanting to remove it mm -hmm. but i think what what we're trying to communicate is that if that's the differentiator it's not much of a differentiator and you can't control it if somebody changes the products or comp structure i mean so many so much of that is out of your control and i choose to try to focus on what can i control and I, I can you, control the knowledge base i have i can control the the way i communicate my ideas I wonder what percentage of our audience listening right now like, could maybe tap into, is part of your frustration as an advisor that the thing that they tell you is the most important, you have little if any control over? Like, this is what you sound like. I have no, I mean, imagine if like, and I just think about like some people who work at different car dealerships and the cars just aren't very good and you're mm -hmm. like, another day of selling those <laughs> yeah, things. Right. Because you can't redesign the car. You just yeah. have to sell it. Like, yeah. I think of like, the frustration there versus mm. um, or, or just the fact that maybe the product isn't a bad product, but it's like, it's just not that much of a differentiator. I mean, if mm. someone else picked up your phone on that day at the office, they would probably have the same experience because you're not that different and the product's not that different. And that's, yeah. that's kind of a hopeless feeling because you're like, what difference does it make? Right. And so, mm. so I, I get excited about saying, well, when you are the product, you are, 
and I won't get overly spiritual inspirational, but like mm-hmm. you're unique. Yeah. You have a different way of building rapport. I remember this guy that I used to work with and I was like, how does he so good? Cause he's like dorky and he has like this kind of <laughs> weird personality. He kind of dresses disheveled and they're like, man, this guy needs financial planner. He's like, he is so thorough. And he asks such good questions, and he gets right to it. I was like, "Oh, he's just better." Yeah, results right? matter. Yeah, he's just better, yeah. right? His he was the product, and you're like, "Dude, it's wicked smart." Oh, you yeah. know, like, like, and, I, and I've met advisors that rely way too much on relationship, and I've seen the, I've what, seen what, too what's, often. What's the problem with that? I don't, I'm not. I, don't, I think there is one, but like, what's the problem? Because it, it can work for a while, right? It'll work for a while, and I think what happens. And I moved to a new town when I started Legacy, so uh, you know, this was. In hindsight, helpful for me to start fresh, uh, but create a lot of obstacles. It can give you a false sense of um, capability, capability of success when you get all this low-hanging fruit. But in hindsight, you're going to look back five years later and realize I knew nothing. Maybe you're doing joint work with senior advisors, so you're still bringing an A-plus experience to a, a family member or a close friend. But I am a big believer in relationship can be part of it. Hopefully your clients enjoy you. I take seriously that I get them results and do a really good job. Them liking me is secondary. Developing friendships with them is secondary. I believe I can get referrals and clients based solely off of being a great advisor. That's who I wanted my core to be. And then let's do a client event that's fun or do have a referral. Like there's other things I can do for relationship. But if you say that is my superpower, I am a rainmaker relationshipper, totally fine. Great. You might just need a technician to back you up. 100%. Because we need to take seriously what we're doing. The quality of the deliverable needs to be there if we want our reputation to hold up over time. Right. So two things. One, results over relationship. That's how I see it. Yeah. And where that bears itself out is, uh, I think you shared this story with me once, of like, if someone needed surgery and their grandson was a surgeon, but they also knew someone who was a really good surgeon that wasn't their grandson, like grandson, I'll give you an extra 20 bucks for Christmas, but I don't get, you don't get to do surgery just because we have a relationship. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you want results. Yep. Um, and, and I think that you're right. People rely on a relationship. Relationship's important. And people's money matters. You know, we're not yeah. talking about like what what your grass is going to look like when it's cut by this person on this mower or this one. Like <laughs> yeah. it'll grow back and you can try again. Right, that can be fixed. Yeah. Money matters. And yeah. and this is, people work so hard for it. Like it's so emotional to them. And, and my hope is, is more and more advisors are taking seriously. And what, I, and what I love about advisors starting to learn that their ideas and time have value and that they can actually charge for it is they take it more seriously in that process, but the client does also. Yeah. And the products are there. The tools are there. The plan needs tools to be executed really well. It's The question is, is that, is that what we're leading with? And how confident are we in the average path or the elite path? And the elite path is one in which you are the product and you take it so seriously. One, you learn the products better. So you know where they fit better. That takes time. A lot of advisors don't. They're like, I think I kind of understand it here. Here, I'm just going to go out there and sell more. But do you communicate your ideas really well? Do you need to have speaker training? You are the product is beyond designations, mm. which I think is kind of the, the knee jerk. And we all know as advisors, there's designations that mean something because they're hard to get and you learn something. And then there's ones that are letters on your card that nobody quite understands what it does. That also you have to say, like, is this a valuable use of my time or is this kind of a smoke and mirrors marketing ploy? Again, marketing is important. But like, what, what's the reason you're doing it? Is it making you more effective to your clients? 
we had a conversation that happened in our community once where we had someone share about a designation. And I, wanted, I said, hey, this is a community, so sometimes we have community members teach. And I said, hey, you just went through this training, and someone else had also gone through the training. And so they co- sort of co-taught a lesson mm-hmm. uh, for one of our calls. And they were really blunt. They said, listen, if you, this is something you're really passionate about and you really want to you know, specialize in this, then that's fine. Do the training, and then I would do more. But if you just want to sort of just just get caught up to, so you know enough to feel like confident you're, you're giving the right answers on this, don't do the training. Don't pay the annual whatever. Mm-hmm. Read these two books that they told us to read, and, and, and that, that will be enough for you. And mm-hmm. the whole point was go do the work, but don't, like, buy into the, like, don't, don't buy into it in a way yeah. that's going to, like, oh, you're, you're because you have the letters. He's like, no. Go get the knowledge, and knowledge is important. But that's don't right. do it for the letters. Nice. Now, maybe that's the. That's the good. But don't do it for the letters. And I, I would just wonder, like, again, you're in the trenches every day. Like, mm-hmm. how many people? And I don't want to sound like a rhetorical question, so it's a real yeah. question. How many people? What percentage of people do care about the letters? I think it's more than I, I've realized in person. People aren't saying, "Oh, I saw that you have a CFP. That matters to me." How uh-huh. many of them are truly looking it up? I will say any designation or training I've taken, the main benefit has been an increase in my confidence, which I think the client feels, whether it was oh, that's a good point. whatever designation it was, I don't think they truly understand. You might have a very discerning client someday that looks all that up and says, hey, you know, every once in a while we get, are you a fiduciary? And those questions come, but a lot of times it's, I heard you do great work based on that introduction or that reputation. That's what I'm going to use to make my choice. Now I'm going to give you enough of my time. It's up to you to compel me that this is worth doing with you. I think about um, sort of like, you know, getting CPR training. And you're like, you don't do that. So you walk around and be like, hey, Andy Trapp, CPR certified. Like people don't care. But why should you do that? Because when those situations do come up, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to help them. Yep. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about are you really... Are you, are you in that moment able to help people? Like, that's why you should do these certifications. I've heard you say this a lot of times to people in our community. Like, yes, go get your CFP. Why? Because what you learn matters. It's don't get it for the, those yep. three letters. Get it because once you get done with that, you'll do a much better job at yep. financial planning. Yeah. And I think it's where preparation meets opportunity. I know that when, when my team's studying, there's one or two ideas that I'm going to use next week that because I have that idea ready, because I've studied up and I'm prepared... Mm-hmm that client may take that action because of that. What none of us want is to come across the, our potential top client and be ill-prepared. And yeah. we're using, you know, we're bringing water balloons to a gunfight because we're just like, <laughs> oh, we had no idea this person was going to call because they're referred by somebody else. And now they're coming into my office two days from now. And I'm going to do the same spiel I did before, but I know they're going to see right through it. Yeah, Preparation is really important. Yeah, I think we wrap on that, which is this, this idea that... Um, you may it, it you may not have experienced that before. You may not experience it for six months or a year, but you know you you're at a great advantage when you do that preparation. So yep. prepare yourself for success. And you're like, oh, I've never experienced that before. Then prepare for it, and yep. then what do you know? You might experience it. Yeah, and that's practically speaking to wrap up. That's go to conferences, uh, hire a coach, anything you can do to accelerate that learning curve. The, I'm just going to learn by making mistakes and missing out and then wishing I did it sooner later. Yeah. That's not a, a fulfilling path. Like, please do not put yourself on that path. Invest in yourself aggressively. It'll be the best return 
that you ever have in your life. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. The idea that you are the product gets to the core of what we teach at the Elite Advisor Network. It celebrates the influence of you as the advisor and the value that you bring to the relationship. So we encourage you to adopt this view of yourself, you or the product. There are just a few more days to register for our How to Charge live event and our headquarters outside of Nashville, Tennessee. You can go to stenmorgan.com slash how to live to get your seat. If it's full, you can register for the next one. On behalf of Sten and myself, thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself and that life's too short to choose the average path. Choose the elite one. We appreciate you.